Hi, I'm Renee Philpott, and this is Selling with Charm. After over 26 years in sales, there's one thing I have learned. Sales is fun. Join me as I help you simplify your sales process, and together we will reach your weekly, monthly, and yearly goals. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. This week, we are going to talk about different techniques to use in your goal setting, along with our vision boards. My vision board is the cornerstone of my goal setting for the new year, but there's a lot of other things that goes along with it. So I thought I'd share those with you this week. So maybe you want to incorporate one or two or maybe more of the things that I do in goal setting for your up and coming year. So all of us probably have had a goal. I think it's safe to say. And most goals start with a thought. Maybe you haven't shared your goals with anybody. You haven't written them down, but you have thought of things that you would like to accomplish, have, do, experience, whatever. For example, when we are kids, we may think, when I grow up, I want to be maybe an astronaut or a teacher or whatever. So that may be the earliest form of goal you had. Then the next step in achieving our goals could be be maybe a written goal. You write them down. I do encourage you to write down your goals because studies show that you are like 42% more likely to reach the goals that you have written down. So that is a pretty good reason to write down your goals. Next, you may consider writing down a deadline for your goal. That does two things. It lets you know when you expect to reach it And it allows you to plan for that. So sometimes I have set a goal in the future, maybe six months from now. But once I start working backward from that, and that's what you do when you set a date for your goal, you work backward to see how you're going to reach that. You may discover, like I have many times, you really, that's stretching it. Maybe you need a little longer to complete that goal. But in any event, having a deadline on your goal is really effective. I will caution you here that it's really easy when you're setting the goals for next year to to make it the deadline, maybe December 31st, 2022. When you think about your goals, it's going to be really hard to accomplish them all at one time. So maybe consider having um, maybe goals spread out throughout the year, maybe what you're going to accomplish in a month and then three months, whatever it is. Now, another goal setting activity that you may want to try, I have done this, is writing your future self a letter. Maybe it's your future self a year from now, and you're going to describe your year. Uh, I have done this. I did it one year, maybe one of the first years that I did this, and I was pretty disappointed at the end of the year. But uh, one of the reasons I was disappointed is a lot of the things in the letter had to do with things outside of me. And when you are making goals for yourself, try to remember that you are only in control of your actions and your thoughts. So on the second note to my letter to myself, I will tell you that it was uh, also eye-opening because I was kind of having a pity party for myself. I don't know if you've ever done that, but it's no fun. And you are kind of sad and disappointed. Again, I was disappointed in myself and then all circumstances. But thankfully, I had a moment of gratitude and I remembered, even though my year had not 
went like I wanted. I had not accomplished the things that I had planned. All in all, it was a pretty good year. And what made me realize that is I thought if I had another year exactly like this year, everything would be okay. And I think that's good for all of us to remember, whether we've written ourselves a letter or just a list of goals. In the big plan, you've got plenty of time to meet your goals. It doesn't have to happen in a year. It doesn't have to happen in two years. But really, the best part of it is, is that you are working toward it. You're making a conscious effort to make things better for yourself and the people around you. And that's really why we set goals anyway. It doesn't have to happen by a specific time. And like, like I said, when I really started looking at that letter, um, my year had not been bad, just had not been what I had hoped. And I really uh, was just grateful for a year that I would be happy to have another one just like it. So kind of keep yourself in perspective on that. Um, so it's all really about mindset and doing the best you can with what you have. So that another goal setting activity you may or may not want to try um, but it can be very effective I will just a note on that when you are writing a note to yourself concentrate on the things that you can control not outside factors and that's the way it is with you know all goals um, put most of your thought and effort behind things you can control and then you won't get so carried away with the other circumstances around you so the next thing we can talk about is affirmations. Now, affirmations are one of my favorite things, and I'll tell you why. It's because they are one of the most effective ways to control our mindset. It is so easy to get worried and fret about things we can't control that we let our mind wander, and it can really affect our mood and then our performance toward life and goals and all of that, and then it can also, if we're not really trying to control our mindset, it can make other people around us not as happy to be with us. So let's let's really work on that. But uh, affirmations go a long way. All of us are pretty familiar with Muhammad Ali. He was uh, a champ, but he was great with affirmations. Now, when you saw him out, he was always very confident. And I believe a big part of that was his affirmations. He was always coming up with quick little reminders to himself of where he wanted to be and the mindset he wanted to have. And then we seen that play out in public. So uh, again, affirmations should be something just kind of quick and sum up what you're looking to think about, to accomplish, to do. I'll give you an example. When I first started in sales, my manager had told me that the people that had the most success in sales were the people who were willing to do the hard things that not everybody was willing to do. So, and especially if they were willing to do them and do them consistently. So that was what was going to set you apart in sales was be willing to do the things that were hard and to do them consistently. So I had a little affirmation for myself and that's kind of funny and I will share with you why that worked uh, or why I believe it worked. My affirmation was, this is the reason you make the big books. It's really simple. And again, it's kind of funny. And I'm shouting this out for everybody to hear. This was for me. This was to remind me that this is the reason I got paid really well, because some things are hard. You have to go and tell somebody maybe their credit wasn't approved 
or you have to go and meet somebody new for the first time. You have to ask for a second signature on a lease. Lots of things that were hard that I had to push myself to do. And that little affirmation, as simple as it was, was a reminder to me. And it also made me smile a little. You know, it was really hard to say, this is the reason you make the big bucks without smiling. And that was very effective for me. Again, just a small affirmation will help you get through the hard stuff. Another way I've used affirmations, I have on occasion had really big goals. I had to make big shifts and changes in my mindset and what I was trying to achieve. So one year I actually wrote down affirmations for about 20 minutes every morning and 20 minutes every evening. That was a serious commitment for me because I don't always do things consistently. It's kind of when the mood hits me. But for a year, I did affirmations every morning and every night to remind me of the things I was working toward. So some examples of affirmations could be, I am confident and healthy, or confident and happy. I am completely healthy. I can run three miles without being out of breath. Whatever makes you smile, whatever makes you want to get up and work toward it is what you should choose for your affirmation. That's kind of the fun part is you can be creative, even if it is like mine, something really silly can still be very effective. So next, I want to talk with you about visualization. This is one of the things that a vision board will help you with, but you really should um, think about your goals as if you are achieving them. Again, our subconscious mind knows no difference between whether it really happened or not. So that feeling, that excitement that you have, um, you can remind yourself of that through visualization. Now, I remember the first time um, that I really tried this because there's a couple of things about it. It helps you see it, but it also brings it to you because you're looking for it. So Cheryl Richardson had been really popular. She'd been on the Oprah show and I was listening to an audiobook of hers. And in this audiobook, she gave us the example. She said, think of something that you haven't seen in a while and think of it, see it in your mind. And I guarantee you will see it three times this week. And that absolutely was correct. I had visualized a specific car um, that was kind of on my dream card list, and I had not seen it a lot, especially in the color that I was imagining, and I saw it three times that week. I saw it in person. I saw it on a commercial. I saw it in an ad. So there was three times that I saw it that week, just as she predicted, and I could not tell you another week that I had seen it three times. Again, visualization helps you look for that and it helps encourage you because you're going to associate the feelings of reaching those goals of having those things. So highly recommend that you visualize what you are writing as it's actually happening. Um, Olympic gold medalists are famous for visualizing their success. I know Michael Phelps is one who talked about how he had visualized winning. I think even he had specific times he wanted to hit and he would visualize those. So there's lots of research on visualization and I believe you should really um, invest some time in visualizing the goals that you have for yourself. Now, lastly, 
there is a goal, a word of the year. So you can think about your goals and have a word of the year. The first time that I had a word of the year was my life coach had uh, suggested I, cho- I choose one. I really didn't have a rhyme or rhythm for choosing one. I will tell you here, it's real easy to just pick one because all words of the year are good. Who doesn't want abundance? Who doesn't want health? Who doesn't want all of the things? So it is really hard to pick a bad word of the year, but it is also more beneficial if you'll pick something that means something to you. I will be sharing my entire goal setting process with you and I don't choose my word of the year until I have finished my vision board. But, and I'll, I'll be telling you that in the coming weeks, why, uh, what the why is behind that. But you can be thinking of some words that kind of get you excited and encourage you in your process. So I currently have some words on reserve. It's usually, my word of the year is usually... As of late, not a common word. I like to pick something that's a little different that I won't see all the time. And I'll look up the meaning and see, you know, if that's really the feeling that I am looking for. So words of the year, I will encourage you to look for the feelings that you want to feel. And maybe, like I said, put some words on reserve to see how you feel about them. Last year, I did choose the word rejuvenation, and I was reading a book from a UK author, and that was not a word we see a lot here in the US. I mean, we see it, but not as often maybe as they do there, and it just resonated with me, and so that's the word that I chose. I had um, already finished my vision board, and that seemed to capture what I was looking for. Again, I'll be sharing with that be sharing my process entirely with you so you can see how it all fits together. But that's what I had for you this week. I want you to be thinking about what you're going to be putting uh, in your goal setting process and what you're going to incorporate. It should be things that feel good to you. Maybe something's new to you. Have you thought about it? Maybe do a little bit of research if there's an article written on it. If I have mentioned something that piques your interest, kind of check it out and see what you think. But it is always fun to set goals, but it's even more fun when you reach them. So these are some of the things that I have done that have really helped me reach my goals. Not only feel good about the goals I was setting, but I actually was able to see progress in my goals. And I I want that for you. So I will let you know that I am doing a special So uh, if you have not looked at joining my community right now would be a really good time because not only do you get the benefits of membership, which is a couple of group coaching calls a month, a Voxer day where you have an entire day to Voxer me with questions about sales and maybe how I can help you. And we have weekly challenges. It's a great group of ladies. But you will also get a strategy session with me. So you can do all of that this month for $99. And that is a really good deal. It is less than half of what a regular strategy session would be. Plus, you get all of the modules that I have done inside of my community. There's things like cold calling, building your prospecting list, lots of valuable things if you want to sell more in 2022. Again, this month is a great time to uh, look into uh, joining my community. Even if you do it just for the 30 days, you also will get that strategy session. So 
that's what I have for you. Have a great week. I am looking forward to sharing my goal setting process with you in the weeks to come. 